Thank you for tuning into the New Covenant Life Christian Church podcast, where we are loving God and loving his people. It's all about him. Our focus is spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ and advancing his kingdom in the earth. Now, let's join Pastor Pete Pierce for today's life-changing word. Amen. We'll stand to your feet. So our mantra for the year is teach me in 23. We are applying godly wisdom to our life, moving from knowing to showing. Amen, somebody. So in your Bibles, in your iPad, your iPhone, James chapter 1, verse 2 through 6 is what I'm going to read to you today. And I'm actually, I may go on down to, um, yeah, I'm going to read down to 7 and 8 too. Um, James chapter 1. I'm going to be reading this one from the New Living Translation. James chapter 1, starting at verse number 2. Are you ready? Amen. Praise the Lord. It says, Dear brothers and sisters, when trouble of any kind comes your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. Verse number 4, So let it grow, For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. If, verse number five, if you need wisdom, ask our generous God who will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. Verse number six says, but when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Somebody say God alone. Do not waver. For a person with divided loyalty is unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Verse number seven, such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Verse number eight, their loyalty is divided between God and the world, and they are unstable in everything they do. Amen. Father, we bless you on today. We magnify you, Lord. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. God, thank you for just being here. Thank you for your presence always meeting us here. Thank you today for open hearts. We pray for the miracle of the sore. Everyone here, God, is good ground, and and they're going to bring forth, we're going to bring forth fruit in our lives, some 30, some 60, and some 100-fold because of your glory, Father. We bless you. We thank you now for the word. We know that we can do nothing, nothing without you. But with you, all things are possible. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. And all the people of God shout it. Amen. Amen. Well, you may be seated in the presence of our life-changing king. Amen. We're going to go ahead and get into this word. Praise the Lord so we can get you out of here, get you out of the rain, so you can go home and get some good sleep. Amen. Because you know that rain is good sleep. Amen. God bless you. And then also, man, uh, Brother Jerome, we do thank God we have a young man in the, in the community that... Um, He's going to be on The Voice. Amen. Remember the young man that came and sang? Yeah. See, I didn't know. He, I knew the anointing. I knew it was dripping all over him. Amen. He's, but, but y'all can tune in. Amen. I think it's tomorrow night he's going to be on. Y'all tune in tomorrow. Amen. And check it out. Yeah. I like The Voice anyway. That's been one of those favorite shows. I like the blind auditions. You know, they don't know who they, what the person look like. Amen. They just going by what they sound like. So just... Continue to keep him lifted up. Uh, God bless you. Um, his parents, I know y'all are godly proud. Amen. So y'all just continue to tune in. And I don't know when it comes time, if it gets to that place, you know, whatever y'all we need to do when it comes, vote for him. Amen. I ain't never voted before, but I'm going to vote this time if it, if it gets to that place. Amen. 
I'm going to vote this time. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. Listen, last week, last week was incredible. I'm telling you, Pastor Simmons really, really blessed us. And um, I took out so many notes. Amen. But remember one of the things that I told you, and I want you to always remember this, that the word of God, when we hear the word of God, it's always progressive. That means we don't get everything at once. Right, we always we're always growing, so we always learning certain things about this, and we learn certain things about that. But I want you to understand this now: it all should be an amalgamation into one thing. It should all point back to Him. Everything that we do, everything that we learn, is always pointing back to Jesus. If you start hearing things and it's not pointing back to Him, listen. Be like the be like the, the Bereans. Go back into the Word and research that thing and say, Nah, uh-uh, okay, all right. Well, praise the Lord. That person missed it right here. Amen. It doesn't necessarily mean all the time that somebody you know is is, is just out there or whatever. Now, you'll know the ones that's out there. You know the false prophets that are among you when you spend time with the Lord. Amen. But everything that we hear, man, it's like here little, there little. So you hear things, and it all, all these dots start to connect. Right? And certain things are similar. And so you, you hear, like what Pastor Simmons kept, he blessed me, though. Man, he blessed me. Because he just confirmed a lot of things that, that praise the Lord, we're asking God to share with you about being a son in the earth. Amen. That's what, what I'm telling you, our greatest goal, your destiny. Read Romans 8 and 29. I understand God has certain callings for you, but you have been predestined as a believer to be conformed unto the image of his son. Yes. Yes. That's it. Listen, that's all. And all the other stuff that, you know, your callings, all that, all that's gravy. But you cannot fulfill your call if you're not a son. Amen, somebody. Man, you can sing like an angel, but if you're a son or if you're not a son, he wants us to be sons in the earth. Amen. So last week, man, it just blessed me how he was talking so many things. One of the things he said, and I'm going to touch on this a little bit later, is that you become what you worship. Did y'all hear him when he said that? Oh, my God, you become what you worship. Man. So it's like this. Who you are is who you worship in. The, the person you present is that's what you worship in. Man, that bless me. Amen. And he said something else, and this is going to be the title that we're going to use. I'm telling you, I'll be stealing stuff. I'll be like, yep, I give him credit the first time. Praise the Lord. And then when I said the next time, it was all the Holy Ghost. Amen. A, a, a direct download. And listen, let me take a little commercial break too. There's nothing new under the sun. None of us can take credit for this gospel. Amen, somebody. Right? We try to coin this and we try to coin that. It's all the Holy Ghost. Amen, somebody. So I can't take nothing, I can't take no credit for what he gives me to share to you. Because let the truth be told, you think you got this all divine revelation? It's some brother in China that said that thing years ago. You hear what I'm saying? Because he's a believer. Amen. Somebody say one Holy Ghost. One Holy okay, the commercial's over. Let's get back to this word. Praise the Lord. So something that he said on last week, he said, God trusted you with trouble. So he, I think what he said is, like, can God trust you with trouble? 
So what I got, I started writing. So the, the title for our mes message today is God trusted you with trouble. Right. Amen, somebody. Amen. Say, God, God trusted, me trusted me with trouble. Jesus. You probably saying, what does that mean? Amen. Now let's get into this thing. So for the last, well, since the start of the year, we've been talking about and dealing with the wisdom of God. Amen. When we learn how to tap into the wisdom of God, it can, can, what it does for us, it continues to keep us growing in the right direction. We define wisdom as applying knowledge to our life, right? So, but we, we got to the place where we said, when you apply the knowledge that you learn to your life, you actually, you, you extract the knowledge and your application of it is the wisdom of the thing. So you can have worldly knowledge, right? Remember that? And if you extract the information that you receive from the world, and then as you learn to manipulate and apply it to the things you do in the world, it's worldly wisdom. But for us as believers, we're looking for godly wisdom. Revelation of a difference. Amen. There is a difference between godly wisdom and worldly wisdom. So the things that we get from the Lord, we can take those things and apply them, and it is, is considered to be godly wisdom. And we talked about what godly wisdom, what it does for us. It gives us an enjoyable life. I cannot reiterate that enough. You should not be miserable as a Christian. It doesn't mean that you're not going to go through things, right? But when you get to know who the Lord is, you go through them differently. Amen. So we talked about godly wisdom is, is ready with five things from Proverbs chapter 3 that it gives us. Y'all remember what that was? Long life. Amen. Length of days. What else? Riches. What wisdom brings, yeah, y'all getting them out there. Y'all coming out there. So we said longevity, riches, honor. honor. That's right. Riches and honor, pleasure, right. So enjoy. Wait, what's the last thing? Peace. So come on, come on, class. What are the five things? It gives us length of days, long life, riches and honor, pleasure. And peace. That's what godly wisdom brings to our lives. It's just that simple, right? It brings to our lives length of days because wisdom tells you you don't need to eat that poor child. <laughs> right? <laughs> Amen. It's about a little bit. No, God. God. Godly wisdom would tell you that you need to get up and walk and, and to, live a, to live a prosperous life, right? To live long in the earth. That's just, that is just not worldly wisdom. Come on now. If you read the book, he'll tell us how to live. He'll tell you how to live a prosperous life. And prosperity does not mean that you got so many zeros behind your bank account. It means that you have enough for you, sufficiency for yourself, amen, to be a blessing to others. Because, listen, the Abrahamic covenant says about us, about me and you, that we are blessed to do what? Be a blessing. To be a blessing. If being a blessing is not on your mind, God ain't going to bless you. Now, that doesn't mean that you may not have some zeros behind your stuff, but it's not something that comes from the Lord. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because you don't have to be a rich man to be a blessed man. But the world says, you know, the definition of the world is rich to have all the zeros. 
right, to drive the Maybach. <laughs> you don't even know that. Amen. You can drive a Pinto. I'm going to bring a picture of a Pinto one day because I say that all the time. Most of y'all don't even know what a Pinto is. Amen. You can drive a Pinto and still be blessed. Amen, somebody. So, the, But you got to do it according to what the, the Lord says. Wisdom is the byproduct of our faith. Amen. Wisdom is the byproduct of our faith. Now let's go back to our scripture. We're going to exegete this thing for a few minutes and then we're going to let y'all go home. Amen, somebody. So go ahead and go back to James chapter 1, verse 2. So we're going to start there. We're going to read from the New Living Translation. Amen. So it says this. Dear brothers and sisters, if trouble of any kind, y'all paying attention? It don't say if, does it? What does it say? It says, when trouble of any kind. All right, I love that, man. Go on, girl. Of any kind. <laughs> it's going to come. King James says, when you enter diverse, a diversity of temptations or troubles. When trouble of any kind comes your way, Consider it an opportunity for great joy. See, now for the world, that don't make sense. What do you mean? When I'm in trouble, I should consider that an opportunity for great What? Uh-uh. But for the believer, James, the brother of Jesus, is telling us live, when you get into, when it comes, consider it an opportunity. So you remember when Pastor Simmons was talking about last week with this sometime, you got to praise your way through some stuff. Amen. Don't worry about the valley situations. It's like, that ain't nothing but a valley. God, I thank you for the mountaintop, and I thank you for the valley. Amen, somebody. Because that's mean you're focused on God, and godly wisdom teaches you how to lift your hands when you're in trouble. So it says, when trouble of any kind comes your way, consider an opportunity for great joy. Because somebody say, it's coming. The old folks used to say it this way, just keep living. Praise the Lord. Verse number three, it says, for we, know, for we know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. For, listen to this. Good God Almighty. For we know. But what do you know? You got to know what the Lord has to say about your situation. And that's how you can pull from what you know and apply wisdom and use your faith. But you got to know something. Amen, somebody. For we know that when your faith is tested and it is going to be tested, in order to prove that something is really what it is, Amen. You got you to gotta test it. You can't come up. Listen, you can't walk into a jewelry store with a cubic zakorian, whatever that thing is. Amen, somebody. And you tell them, you, I listen, you, it's big. It's a big old rock, right? Beautiful. And you tell, you tell a jeweler that I want, you know, I, I know this is worth at least $10,000. You see what I'm saying? You know what they're going to do? Say, wait just a second. Go to the back. Someone can just look at it. Right? So what they're doing is they're testing it. That's right. To see if it's really a diamond. 
So your faith is going to be tested to see if it's really faith. Come on, somebody. It's going to be tested to see what it is. Amen, 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 amen. I'm getting happy myself. Praise the Lord. I can't wait till we get somebody playing on that organ or something, whatever. Good God of my. Woo, it's coming. Somebody say, it's coming. It's coming. Praise the Lord. So verse number four. Y'all gonna go home early today. Amen. Verse number four. Because I'm almost done. Praise the Lord. Verse number four. I shouldn't have said that. Y'all get comfortable now. Amen. Help me, Holy Ghost. Amen. But if you don't act right, I, I, you know, keep adding on to it. Amen. So y'all got to talk back to me. Amen. You going to talk back to me? Amen. Praise the Lord. So verse number four says, so let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, and how do, how do I love, I love the scriptures, man. Because the testing of your faith, it builds endurance. So it says in the next verse, it says, so let, let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. But endurance is developed in trouble. It's, it's developed in trouble. But when it has been developed, you ain't gonna need nothing. Oh, so that's why we can't run from trouble. It's developed. It does preach, don't it? Hey, man, you want to preach that one day? Hey, but it de- listen. That's right, that's right. It develops your faith when you enter into trouble. In verse number five, now look how the Lord does this thing. So even, remember when I told you how scriptures always connect? So Pastor Simmons is, is, is you know, last week talking about, you know, you have to, you have to um, God bless you. Uh, he, he enabled you to go through these troubles, and um, he knew you could be trusted with trouble. And when he was saying that, man, it, James came to my mind. I said, all this stuff comes together. So you can be trusted with the troubles that you go through. He trusts you to go through them. Amen. Man, that says so much. But you know how? Now, here's the thing. Verse number six. It says, but when you ask. But no, no, I'm sorry. Verse number five. It says, if you need wisdom. Ask our generous God who will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. So when you're going through the troubles, because you're going to go through them, and you need, you got to go through them by faith, and now you need the wisdom. God, teach me what to do. Show me what to do when I'm going through this mess. Give me the wisdom of how to act, how to respond when I'm going through that mess. And he says, listen, if you need the wisdom from the Lord, only thing you got to do is ask, baby. Ask him. Because he's going to get, it's like all kind of trouble. So you on your job. You on, you're on your job and your supervisor or somebody that you supervise. You, they are just toe up from the flow up. Amen. They work for you or they about to cuss you out. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Amen. Sound like trouble to me, don't it? Amen. So in those situations, do you cuss them back? No. Now, y'all saying no, but I don't, you know. <laughs> no, you can't do it. You can't do it. So, man, listen. So, so can I take another commercial break? I got time. Little commercial break. Dealing on this point. So, Pastor Val was 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 uh she was sharing with us, 
that she was saying that um, just recently, just recently that she went through some stuff. And man, man, just she just got through. She had some surgery, and man, God has healed her, and she's recovering. She's doing well, the whole night. And you know, she talks about Bishop all the time. She says sometimes she just you know she missed her husband. They've been married was married 44 years, I believe. So, but she said anyway, she got a phone call from someone that had left the church. So they called her talking, you know, saying they want to come back to the church. So she said, well, oh, you know, they started having a conversation. She said, well, what happened? She said, Pastor Val, you offended me. Other people, some people in the church offended me. She's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. What did I do? But here's the kicker. It was 20-some years ago. Right? <laughs> now, Pastor Val says, she said, if it was 30 years ago, I would have said something to her. <laughs> but because she had learned to get through trouble, right? So now here's an opportunity. So she had to pull on the wisdom of God in order how to minister to this lady. Yes. So she had to humble herself and say, I'm so sorry. You understand? So some of us, like, you know, the pastor about 30 years ago was like, what? I know. You understand what I'm saying? So that. Okay, I'm moving on to my next point. Amen. But that's how we, trouble is going to come. So it says that if you need wisdom, ask our generous God who will give it to you and will not rebuke you for asking. That's what I, I love that part of this, this particular verse because there are some times, man, even with, you know, um, uh, young believers or, or someone who may have questions in certain areas, if you need to ask some questions and you don't understand some things, you should be able to come to, you know, trust the sources and first of all, go to the Lord. He's not going to get on you for asking. Amen. Amen. Why are you asking that? Shouldn't you know better? I wouldn't be asking if I didn't know better. Sometimes. You kiss that on the way home. Verse number six. I said, then it says, but when you ask, because if you're a believer and you understand that you have the, the resources that you have in the Lord, you're going to ask. When you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God. What's the next word? Alone. Say it again. Alone. Be sure that your faith is in God alone. Do not waver. For a person with divided loyalty is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Our faith has to be in God and God alone. alone. Our faith, your, listen, your faith can't be in your faith. Ooh. Oh, that's good, Pastor Peter. Did you hear what I just said? Your faith can't be in your faith. Because our faith has to be tied into God and God alone. In the all one God alone. All one God. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Your faith has to be in the originator. That's God the Father. Then your faith has to be in the Redeemer. That's God the Son. Your faith has to be in the Helper. That's God the Holy Spirit. All one. He'll give you everything you need. Your faith has to be in Him. It can't be in your job. It can't be in your spouse. It can't be in the things that you think you know. Everybody now is trying to, to search the internet, trying to search the world of how to do it. When He's told us how to do it, everybody want to be an influencer. Who are you influencing? 
and you influence them to do what? The greatest influencer in the world is the one who created you. That's the greatest one in the world. Because he created the world. Amen, somebody. So our faith has to be in God and God alone. And this is the place where at times you'll go through life. And this is the place where you have to get, ask God for godly wisdom. Because the world will tempt you. It's going to test your faith. Do I have any witness? Have your faith ever been tested? Amen, Amen somebody. I'm talking about even, even, you know, financially your faith to be tested. With your patience, I know my faith has been tested. and still getting tested sometimes. Amen. What blesses me is, is you know, you got to surround your, yourself with people that's going to encourage you. Man, you got to let the naysayers go. Amen. Stop hanging around, you know, people that complain all the time. Because remember, remember what you worship, you will become. Right, so if you're always rehearsing your trouble, if it's always on your mind, what you're doing is worshiping it. And then all of a sudden, you start to become the trouble that you're going through. If your friends around you are always feeding you trouble or feeding you negative things, you will find yourself becoming negative. You'll find yourself becoming what you behold. That's why it's good to surround yourself with people, man, that have your best interest at heart, your best interest in mind. People that's going to uplift you so you guys uplift me all the time. Because, like, this, listen, listen, we need a place to, we, we, I, listen, we, we don't necessarily need one because we got one. We got a place to worship. But I'm asking the Lord, there's other things that I want to do or you want to do with this ministry. And in order to do that, God, we need a building. We found one. Praise the Lord. He'll remind me, so where's your faith? He'll remind me, like, what are you saying about it? So don't worship that you don't have it. Amen, somebody. So what my, my whole, my whole, whole it's flipped on his head. So now what I'm doing, I'm already envisioning what we're going to do to the front. We're going to do it like this, and you know, I'm envisioning we're going to do this, and, and the band's going to be over here, amen, and we're going to have this for the children, and one of these houses is going to be a youth house, amen. We, listen, I'm already, God just give me the keys. I don't, I don't care what it looks like right now, amen, somebody. I know it needs a little work. But give me the keys. But one of the reasons I can do that, one of the reasons that my faith is always encouraged is because of you. Y'all be like, pastors, only my time. You should hear yourself sometime. And I thank God for you. Because you know what? You got to see yourself in it. Oh, pastors, only my time. Oh, they got to go. They, 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 they got to go. Whoever's in there, got to go. You remember last week I talked about, you know, the, the, the Hittites, the Jebusites, and all them in them ites are in there? Yeah. I said, but we the favorites. Yeah. But listen, but, but we, listen, we was at, at, at dinner yesterday, I mean, last week with the, with, the, uh, with the Simmons, one of the brothers that was there. He said, man, I got an assignment. I'm like, what you talking about? He said, man, I'm going to kick some demons out. I'm like, what? Yeah, he said, yeah, I got you. Wow. I'm like, go get them. <laughs> hey, praise the Lord. <laughs> go get them. But that's the kind of folks that you want to be around. And they, you know, can encourage me. Change your, change your confession. That's right. That's right, Pastor don't be, don't be talking about, you know, this, that, and the other. No. Claim and say, I mean, because, listen, 
What's my, what's my confession? God closed doors that no man can open and open doors that no man can close. And that door is still open. We standing like this. Get mark on your mark. Get set. And man, we go go in that place so fast. Amen, somebody. Amen, somebody. So listen, I, listen. Our faith has to be in God and God alone. And that statement saying your faith can't. Listen, your faith can't be in your faith because what is your faith tied to? Our faith has to be tied to Him. Amen, somebody. Question is, what is your faith tied to? We have to get to know him. And what happens is, it, it, we talk about wisdom comes from the knowledge that we have of certain things. So what do you know about the Lord? What do you know about Jesus? Who is he to you? See, we got to know more about him. You know, we got we to know more than just his history. Do you hear what I'm saying? We need to know and understand his story, not his history. See, you can know about him, but not know him. Okay, you can know that he was, you know, born in Bethlehem. Praise Jesus, because you've seen the Christmas story a couple of times. Amen. But if you don't know what he was born of a virgin, if you don't understand what the Immaculate Conception, if you don't understand what that is, you don't, if you don't understand that the Holy Spirit, man, come on now, came upon Mary, amen, do you, if you don't understand that she was a willing vessel to carry the Savior of the world, you just know his story. But when you get to know him, amen, as, as, as your Redeemer, you get to know him as your healer, get to... Get to know him as your provider. Come on now. You get to know him. Well, how do you get to know him? And it's, listen, it's not just by getting into the book. You got to get into the book to know more about him, but spend time with him. Talk to the Lord. Man, I tell the new, especially new believers all the time. They, you know, everybody want to pray with the, you know, you think you got to pray religious. You don't have to pray in the King James. Amen. You can talk to the talk to the Lord country. Y'all know how y'all do it. Amen. She said, showed up. Amen. You can talk to the Lord, you know, like you from the straight out of the hood. Talk to him with your, you know, you know, your your Boston accent where you, can't nobody understand you but you. Just talk to the Lord. It's like God, I don't know. What's up, man? That's the kind of stuff you gotta, you know, you can, thou Lord. Thy God, the create. No, man, you be like, God, I don't understand what's going on right now. Amen, Amen. Amen. they cold tripping. <laughs> right? Amen. And when you just got saved, you know, you may blankety blank, 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 God, what's going on? <laughs> he understand that too. Amen. The key is you getting to know him. Amen. You understand what I'm saying? Amen. Get to know who he is. And I, I promise you, listen, I promise you, when you talk to him, be still. Because he's going to talk back to you. And listen, here's the thing about God, man. Wait, man. I'm just all over the place right now. Here's the thing what I love about the Lord. When you talk to him and ask him about some things that you want, he'll give them to you sometimes when you don't want to use them. Long-suffering. 
gentleness, kindness. So this brother, this brother right here, no, I'm just, just an example, amen. <laughs> this the dude you heard about, he's been talking about you, you know, and you can't wait to see him. All of a sudden, now you newly saved. You know, <laughs> and in your, in your mind, you didn't cuss him out. Or you laid hands on him or whatever. And you see him. And all of a sudden, you find yourself walking to him. And as soon as you get close enough to him, the stuff that you wanted to say is don't come out. Just like your mouth ain't working. It's like, so you, in, in, your, in your own mind, you cussing him out. But God has transformed a spot in your mind and in your heart. Because you were talking to him in, his, in your language. So now I said, yo, man, what's up? Heard you've been talking about me, but it's all good. It's all good. It's cool, man. I'm different now. I'll get with you later. <laughs> and you walk away and say, what? And now, listen, and you still ain't all the way saved. And you talking to God like this. What in the blank of the blank, blank did I just do? Come on now. You're being transformed. You're being renewed. He's given you godly wisdom. And the only reason I was able to use that wisdom is because I knew him in a place that I didn't know him before. And the only way I got to know him is because I had a conversation with him. And then all of a sudden, you come to church, you, you go to Bible study, you start to read the word, and you say, oh, man, that's what that was. And then you want to get to know him more in his word, and you find yourself quoting scripture. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Turn to the last scripture. and give me, Tell our musicians to play a little something. I'm going to get ready to let you guys go home. Amen. <laughs> oh, my God. You look like, well, I'll never forget that. You look like what you worship. Man, and we, you can't rehearse the trouble. The trouble's going to come. Amen. Last scripture for, the, for, the, for this morning. Psalms chapter 30, verse 1 through 5 from the New Living Translation. And then I'm going to read verses 10 through 12, also from the New Living Translation. The text that we had earlier said when trouble comes. It didn't say if trouble was going to come. It said when trouble comes. Amen. Don't, don't worship your trouble. Remember that. Don't ever worship your trouble because you don't want to look like what's, what's in front of you. Amen. Y'all remember Timothy Wright had a song years ago, I'm so glad. <laughs> Y'all know it. Trouble don't last always. Amen. Don't give up. Keep Keep your faith because it's going to be all right. So Psalms 30, chapter, chapter 30, verse 1 through 5. Verse number 1 says, I will exalt you, Lord, for you rescued me. You refused to let my enemies triumph over me. And now listen, listen now. Enemies is not only people. The thought process that you have that's negative, that's an enemy. A sickness that's trying to attach itself to your body, that's an enemy. Amen. So don't always equate enemy to people. You refuse to let my enemies triumph over me. Verse number two, oh Lord my God, I cried to you for help, and you restored my health. 
You restored my mind, my right thinking. You brought me up from the grave, O Lord. You kept me from falling into the pit of death. Verse number five says, sing to the Lord, all ye godly ones, praise his holy name. Amen. Can you sing to God when you're going through trouble? Can you worship him when the, when, when I, I told y'all, man, about my father when he was going home to be with the Lord. We knew he was in the last of his last moments in the earth. Now, if you ever dealt with people like that, that sometimes, man, and, you know, we had, man, we had some godly hospice nurse. Oh, my Lord, I thank God for that. So my dad would be laying up in his bed, man, and he's not really able to talk to us. And he told us sometimes when your body is transitioning, about to go home and to be with the Lord, it, you'll have pains that you can't explain. And my father sometimes would be laying there and he would have these pains. And man, you see the grimace on his face and he'd be like, oh, but then he'd be like, oh, Lord, thank you. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Oh, man, what came out of him was praise. But it's got to be in you to come out. It was coming out of him, was praise, singing to the Lord. All ye godly ones, praise his holy name. Now, verse number five, for, for, no, verse number five, for his anger lasts only but a moment. But his favor lasts a lifetime. Favor is forever for the believer. Come on, somebody. And it says, weeping may last through the night. But joy comes in the morning. See, man, I heard Elder pray that this morning. I almost got up and ran. The King James said, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Here's the one in the rev You got to have a revelation of a difference of what morning is. Morning is 12.01. So it's still dark outside. Come on, somebody. So it's, listen, you still going through some darkness. But you know it's morning time. So, man, even in the darkness, they think it's dark outside, but you say it's morning time. And, man, you just waving your hands. you just giving God praise. you just giving God glory in the morning. But it's still dark. Come on, somebody. Weeping may endure for a night. But joy comes. In the morning, you just got to learn to recognize morning. Amen, somebody. Then verse number 10. Drop down to verse number 10. It says, hear me, Lord, and have mercy on me. On me. Help me, O Lord. You have turned my morning into joyful dancing. You have taken away my clothes of mourning and given me joy. Joy, I'm telling you. When trouble comes, because it's going to come. But I, this is what I want you to remember. When you're in the middle of that trouble, remember what Pastor Simmons told us last week. Amen. You can be trusted with trouble because you are testimony. People are watching you when you go through your troubles and your trials. If you can't be trusted with it, God won't give it to you. So you got to remind him, God, I can be trusted in troubles because it's only, it's only going to last for a little while. I'm going through it so you can trust me to go through the valley. He, listen, if he, can, he, if he can't trust you to go through the valley, what mean, what, why do you think he can trust you on the mountaintop? That's the attitude that we have to have as a believer. God, you can trust me through the valley. Why? Because I know you write that with 
me. You said you'll never leave me. You'll never forsake me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. As I go through this valley experience, you're right there with me, Lord, so you can trust me in the trouble because you're the one. <laughs> you're the one that's taking me through that. Amen, somebody. Somebody clap it to the Lord. Lift your hands to the Lord. Can I pray for you? Father, we bless you right now that everyone here, God, you can, as a believer, you can trust us to go through the trouble. Hallelujah. Because we understand when we need wisdom, it's always there available for us. Only thing we have to do is ask you for it. And God, teach us even, even, teach us how to ask. Hallelujah. And we bless you now for everyone that's here, Father. We thank you. Thank you that the word that was sown on today, that will bring forth fruit in all of our lives, was sown on good ground. You are so worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. Have us to continue to look into your face, not to behold the troubles that we're, we're facing right now. We are true. These are your true worshipers in the earth. Your word says, they that worship you, we must worship you in spirit and in truth. Now, God, even now, if there's anyone here that doesn't know you in the, in the parts of their sin and their heart, they need to be saved, need to give their life to the Lord, God, we're praying for them right now. If there's someone here that may be in a backslidden condition, God, that walked away from the Lord, but you've never walked away from them, you're still walking right there with them. If there's someone here that's seeking for a church home, Father God, we're, we're trying to continue to represent you. This church is all about you, Lord Jesus. You're our shepherd. You're the good shepherd. You're the great shepherd, God. You're the chief shepherd. And we want to follow you. If they're looking for a home, God, just we're praying for them even right now. God, continue to, to, to send people. To send people, God. We cannot have a ministry without ministers. So we thank you that you're sending them. Now, God, we bless you. We love you. Can do absolutely nothing without you. Send the matchless name of your son, Jesus, that we do and all the, do pray. And all the people of God shout it. Amen. Come on, shout it one more time. Amen. Come on, shout it one more time. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. You may go ahead and get your offering envelope. Thank you for spending time listening to the word of God. We pray that today's message has fallen on good ground and will produce a 30, 60, or even 100-fold harvest in your life. Don't forget to join us next week. Be sure to subscribe to the New Covenant Life Christian Church podcast and click share to share with friends and family because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. God bless you and have a safe and prosperous week. Thank you.